You filled your belly. I couldn't eat another thing. I'm absolutely stuffed. Now fill your brain with lightning knowledge. What can I do to speed the whole thing up, doctor? This is Lightning Lunch, a full hour of lightning talk with lightninginsider.com's Eric Erlinson. Did you see the memo about this? On Lightning Power Play. Right, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Lightning Lunch here on Lightning Power Play. I am Eric Erlinson from LightningInsider.com, your host. And uh, this is certainly not a usual game day situation, game day show, if you will, here because of the uncertainty of what is taking place around the, the, the league. Obviously, we're going to talk about that specifically because that is who and what we do cover here on the station but this is obviously a global situation this is not isolated in the NHL it's not isolated to North America this is a global situation and it is evolving literally minute by minute and certainly we had discussed whether or not we wanted to even put a show on today or anything else because of everything that's going on but uh, for sure we're here we're going to be on the air as long as we have to be. Uh, we understand that there's a Board of Governors conference call amongst the league execs that's supposed to take place at 1 o'clock. I would fully anticipate that meeting determining the immediate future of the NHL, and there's no reason to think that anything other than a suspension of the season is going to be announced. And I, again, I don't have the facts on that. I don't know that for sure. But it's not too difficult to read some of the tea leaves that are going on right now. And we're going to get deep into all of that, uh, what it could mean, what it might mean. And again, we're going to stay here on the air uh, as long as we have to until we get a determination of what to expect moving forward. Um, so... Just there's just so much to, to take in uh, in terms of where we need to go. But let's just set up everything right now as to where we stand. We know that the NHL league-wide canceled all morning skates and all media availability. Of course, the Lightning are right now scheduled to take on the Philadelphia Flyers tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, I don't anticipate that being the case because of what we have going on. And we'll try and... Oh, encapsulize everything here for you. And the world changed. The sports world in particular changed big time last night, somewhere around 9.30, because we knew... Oh, again, just so much to kind of wrap my head around. Things were shifting quickly. We knew that the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight were scheduled to take on the Pittsburgh Penguins, and they were going to do so in front of an empty arena with no fans in the stands, just essential game personnel and credentialed media and, of course, staff and uh, everything else. We knew that the San Jose Sharks were going to be in the same situation when their next home game was scheduled to play on March the 19th. We knew that as of 4 o'clock yesterday, the NCAA men's basketball and women's basketball champions, and in fact, all NCAA championships were going to be held without any fans in the stand. That was even looking ahead to the Frozen Four 
So all of that was starting to evolve. The NBA with the Golden State Warriors tonight were scheduled to play in front of an empty arena as well. So we started to see a trend of where things were going, and certainly we've, we've had discussions. Media regulations were changed earlier in the week. The eight-foot or the six-foot rule, as you will, with the, the locker rooms being closed off to the media, only select players would come out and speak to the media, and they would only do so at a, a six-foot um, distance. Then they had the league had come out yesterday and said that there were no more uh, bench interviews with players and any one-on-one -on -one interviews with, say, rights holders or television would have to be done with a six-foot boom mic. Again, they would have to adhere to that six-foot distance. Well, then we also had heard that no players were allowed to wear headsets, which would have affected the radio broadcast because of no, uh, no walk-off interviews with players or coaches. So all of that was evolving in real time yesterday. And then the world stopped. The sports world stopped somewhere around 9.30, as I mentioned, when the NBA game between the Utah Jazz and the Oklahoma City Thunder was about to tip off, and one of the medical trainers' staff from the Jazz came sprinting to the court to discuss with the officials the situation that was taking place. And the situation that was taking place, as soon as that conversation was had, the players from both the Jazz and the Thunder were sent back to their respective locker rooms, and the game was suspended. And it was a short time after that that it was announced that Rudy Gobert, all-star player for the Jazz, and I'm not an NBA aficionado, so Connor's going to keep me on track with some of that stuff if I get it wrong, was confirmed to have tested positive for COVID-19, the coronavirus, and that changed everything in an instant. Because once one professional player contracted the device, or a device, the, the virus, you, you think of how in close proximity these players are on the ice, on the court, whatever it is. It was time to completely in an instant reevaluate everything. And in fact, the NBA came out just a short time after the report of Gobert being tested positive for the coronavirus at the league. NBA suspended indefinitely on hiatus, as they called it. So now everybody's on watch. And as we sit here right now, I mentioned that all morning skates and media availability were canceled this morning around the league. I walked into the building this morning about 9.45, and everything was status quo until, <laughs> until it wasn't. And then that's when the word came out that the Lightning were canceling their morning skate. There would be no media availability. I did walk by John Cooper, who was on the phone, probably getting those details at that moment and what to expect moving forward. And then the word came out that morning skates were canceled. The morning skate show for the game ahead of tonight was canceled. And now we wait. Now we wait for the inevitable. Because the inevitable is that the NHL is going to have to suspend their season. 
And I think what we're waiting on now is for the details to still be sorted out because what we've seen just in the two hours since the league canceled morning skates, Major League Soccer has suspended their season for at least a month. They're looking at 30 days before coming back. All of the conference tournaments in basketball, left and right, are being canceled. The AAC, the ACC, the SEC, the Big Ten, all of them have canceled their conference tournaments. You even had some that were about to start. USF and UCF were about to tip off in 20 minutes. They were out on, on the floor for warm-ups, and we've seen other teams. Florida State in the ACC was out for warm-ups. The MAC tournament, which was already being played without fans in the stands, the teams were coming out on the court for warm-ups. And then they were told to leave and that things were going to be canceled. And from an NHL perspective, you're starting to see reports come in. First of all, the New York Rangers who played in Colorado last night were supposed to fly to Arizona after the game were told to stay put. And this morning they were heading back to New York. Pierre Lebrun reporting that all on-ice officials that had been traveling had been told to return home. And then a report from Brent Sergalis from New York Newsday, I think he's with Newsday, said that sources have indicated that Gary Bettman will come out at some point and say the season has been suspended. Again, a Board of Governors conference call is scheduled to take place at 1 p.m. this afternoon. You would expect that at that point, sometime shortly thereafter, the season will be suspended. We don't know how long. We don't know what it's going to mean. Frank Saravalli from TSN is reporting that as part of all this due diligence, that the league is asking all teams to give them their availability as far out as the end of July. Also since then, a second member of the Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, has been confirmed positive test for COVID-19. And I, this is not, like there's no reason to panic here, right? And I think that's the worst thing anybody can do. There is no reason to panic about this. The reason that we have to go down this path, and these are unprecedented times, that's why we don't know what's coming in the next couple of hours, the next few days, the next weeks, in terms of the sports world. But the reason this has to be done now is because how quickly this virus is spreading. And the World Health Organization came out yesterday and officially used the official term pandemic. In order to get a virus like this killed off, I guess, first of all, you have there's a couple things that have to be at play here. Number one, you have to get people away from each other. That helps stop the spread of it or slows down the spread of it as much as you can. That's first and foremost. It's a public health concern, so that's why they were going to play games with nobody in the arenas. Just 
try and slow down. There's no reason to have a mass amount of people into a relatively confined area so that it doesn't spread more. That's why the players now, again, you've had now two confirmed NBA players. We do also know that yesterday a uh, soccer player for Juventus in the Italian Serie A, Serie A, tested positive for it. And, of course, Italy we know is shut off. They're, they have closed their borders and trying to get a hold of this. No outside of China, I don't think any country in the world has been affected as much as Italy has. We also found out yesterday, and this, well, you want to talk about how it affected the world and how the world changed? We're talking about the sports world. How about the news that Tom Hanks, actor Tom Hanks, and his wife, Rita Wilson, tested positive for the virus down in Australia? Australia, he's down there shooting a movie, and he is confirmed that he has the virus. Just reading today that the wife of President, or not President, uh, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau returned from London with flu-like symptoms. She is being tested, and Justin Trudeau is on self-quarantine. Now, with all of this in mind, as we talk about a bigger picture, not specifically towards the NHL, again, this is not a reason to panic, but we have to get a slowdown on this, number one, to stop the spread of it from going so fast, and number two, so that scientists and doctors can find a way to come up with a cure for this virus, just like I get a flu shot almost every year so that I'm not as susceptible to it. And that's what you have to do here, too. It's moving at such a rapid pace around the world that it, you're already too far behind it, way too far behind it, which is why these measures have to be now taken. And at the same time, there's no way doctors can come up with a cure fast enough right now and that's why these measures are being taken about leagues being suspended and players being kept away from each other and on top of everything else as we bring it back to lightning specific here I'm sure many of you are aware that the lightning played games in Boston on Saturday Detroit on Sunday well, the Utah Jazz, who now have two confirmed positive cases, and look, Rudy Gobert said he, he didn't never really felt bad, didn't even know he had symptoms. So that kind of gives you an idea of it's not going to affect everybody the same way. Certainly the elderly are the most susceptible to this. People with lung issues are most susceptible to this. Children, it seems, barely even feel the effects of it, according to what I've read. But the Lightning, in particular, I told you the Jazz played, the, they followed the Jazz, basically, because the Utah Jazz played a game in Boston Friday night. The Lightning were in there Saturday. The Jazz were in Detroit 
on Saturday, and the Lightning were there on Sunday. Now, I had written something earlier that I didn't think that the NBA, visiting NBA and NHL teams shared the same locker room. I have since been corrected on that. Paul Kennedy uh, says that they do share the same locker room at TD Garden. So the, the Lightning were in the same locker room as the Utah Jazz. And I don't know the setup at Little Caesars Arena because I've never been there. So just on that information alone, and we know there are many shared NHL and NBL, NBA buildings around the league, just for that situation alone, I think tells you all you need to know about why the NHL has to go down this path. All right, let's, uh, again, we'll keep you up to date on everything we can up to the minute, how it affects the Lightning, how it affects the NHL, all of that. Uh, as soon as we get word, we will pass it along. Uh, I do want to, we're going to have Bobby the Chief Taylor. Normally we do the opening face-off show. Obviously, with the anticipation of no game being played, there is no, game, uh, no opening face-off show today. Uh, but we want to talk to Bobby the Chief Taylor about this, and we'll, we'll talk a little hockey as well with him. Uh, so let's go ahead and take a break right now, and when we come back, we're going to listen to or hear from Bobby the Chief Taylor, so stick around. Get a heaping helping of hockey. Bring me four fried chickens and a Coke. This is Lightning Lunch. You want chicken wings or chicken legs? Four fried chickens and a Coke. And some dry white toast, please. On Lightning Power Play. All right, welcome back to a Lightning Lunch here on Lightning Power Play. Eric Erlinson from LightningInsider.com, your host. And these are strange, strange days indeed. The uncertainty about what's going to take place with the NHL schedule. All morning skates, of course, were, were canceled. All team meetings were canceled. Players were sent home. Walking around the rink this morning, there was no visiting team equipment. So uh, I thought if it's strange days, then there's nobody else better to kind of have on as a guest as <laughs> our good friend. You're trying to tell me I'm strange? Bobby the Chief Taylor, <laughs> who has seen some strange things in his day. Uh, but, Chief, I'm going to have to imagine that you've never seen anything like this. No. No, not at all. I mean, like we were talking before we came on, uh, you know, when 9-11 happened, you know, that was a really a different thing. Uh, but, and it, you know, obviously it was something that was very instant. And uh, this isn't. Uh, it's just, you know, it, the biggest problem is, is that I don't think there's, if there was just one information source yeah. that would tell you, then you could sit there and, and kind of believe. But, you know, with the social media now, everything is just blown way out of proportion. And, uh, you know, it's very hard to to cipher through all the crap <laughs> to see what is really going on and what's really, what's really the problem. So, but for me, it's, you know, I mean, <laughs> My mom would always say this all the time. Better safe than sorry, young man. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I think that's the biggest takeaway. Like, that's, that's like, simple advice, but it's, it's the best advice. Like, the simple thing is wash your hands, you know, keep. But who does it? Oh, believe me, I've seen plenty of 
come on, we've been in plenty of men's restrooms, Chief, where you see somebody don't wash their hands when they're leaving the restroom. So, so that means they didn't shower that morning? Uh, who knows what they were doing <laughs> with those hands. I don't even want to think about it. But that's, it's the way to be the most vigilant, right? Just, just make sure you wash your hands. Try not to put your hands in contact with public areas or, or, or areas where people are using their hands a lot. No close contact with people you don't know because you don't know where they've been. At the end of the day, that's the best advice on this. The problem is this thing is spreading so fast, it's just hard to stay on top of. And I think that's why I almost think that you have to get everybody away from each other on a, on a much larger scale to try and curb this thing, get it under control. Not that I'm asking you to play medical expert here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I think that's what's happening now as everybody's uh, looking at it, and, you know, and who knows? It could be uh, the, the NHL could suspend their schedule. Yeah. And most likely will. Yeah, it, it feels like we're heading down that path. But I, I wanted to get your perspective as all of this was unfolding last night. And you'd already heard Columbus was prepared to play their game tonight without fans in the stands. We know the Golden State Warriors were set to do that as well with their next home game as well as the San Jose Sharks, although that wasn't until next week. We learned that the NCAA came out and said all their Division I men's and women's championships of all every sport, not just basketball, was going to be played without fans in the stands, just close family members, and that includes next week's tournament that's still scheduled to be here at Amelie Arena. But as basically the anvil came crashing down when the game between Oklahoma City and Utah was canceled, literally at the last minute as the medical trainer came sprinting onto the court to talk to the officials. And then it seemed like within 10 minutes we got word that the player had tested positive for this. And moments later, the NBA comes out and says, season suspended. Obviously the first thing we think about because of the sport that we cover, what's the NHL's next step? So as you sort of saw all that stuff unfold last night, I mean, where was your mind heading? Well, it was the same thing. You know what it is? It's once somebody does it, then everybody's going to follow suit because if they don't follow suit, you know, and and something happens. I mean, like we were talking earlier, the, the legal ramifications of it. Yeah. You know, that's that's probably more than anything. I think everybody's would be more concerned about that because if you're if you're you're not, you have to provide a safe environment for people. And for your employees, and if you don't do that, then you can you set yourself up for a major lawsuits. So, I, I think just from that fact alone, uh, and the way everybody sues like crazy here, you know, you look at a guy the wrong way, you get sued. So, you know, I think that's what's going to happen. I think, I mean, you're damned if you do, and damned if you don't, and especially if you don't. I mean, you just open yourself up for so much more, and and everything is run legally now. Everything you, you talk about, I mean. You, you can't even run a free contest anymore. <laughs> no kidding. And so the point of it is, is that uh, it it for me it's just it, it's I think it's going to happen. But there's such a, a huge ramification from that. I mean, there's a lot of people that are affected by that yeah. that make their living at that. Now, what's going to happen there? You know, if you got no revenue coming in, how are you going to pay your employees? Or or how are those employees going to pay their bills? Exactly. You know, I, look, I, I'm affected by it. Like, I'm a freelance yeah. I'm a freelance contractor. Yeah. You know, I get paid for performance. You know, that's what happens. You know, my website is a, is a premium website. If there's no hockey for however many time, 
you know, I, I do some freelance work for AP. Well, if there's no games to cover, that income's not coming in. Yeah. If there's no shows on this network, and I, that hasn't been made, we haven't even discussed that decision as of yet, you know, how does that affect? And, you know, my wife's a teacher, and, you know, she doesn't get paid over the summer. So all those things come into my mind from a selfish standpoint. Um, you know, so that's why, like, when we heard Mark Cuban come out last night and say, well, all those hour employees are going to find a way to make sure that they're taken care of while the NBA is suspended, I, I don't know what that's going to mean for the NHL. But, uh, I mean, the grander scream thing here is just make sure everybody's healthy. You know, because at the end of the day, without players, there's no product. And I think that's where the NBA, and it, we knew as soon as one pro athlete was discovered to have it, that all bets were off. And, boy, did that just come flying at us last night. Oh, yeah. I mean, th no question. I, and I understand that. I mean, you know, for me, it's, it, uh, you know, we, we're, we're such, we're inundated with so much baloney, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, I'm best being a polite word. That's just usually the word we I use. We appreciate that on this family show. Yeah, I don't usually use that word. But, you know, that you, you, you can't really sift through it all to see what's right and what's wrong or what's true and what's false. And, uh, but, you know, this is something that, uh, whether it's true or whether it's false, you better pay attention to it. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, whatever they come down with their decision, I mean, there's going to be people that will be upset over it, obviously. But, you know what, again, it's the old adage, you know, it's it, it, it boils down to the legalities yeah. that you could face if you don't try and prevent people from getting it. Well, that's why it's best to be vigilant yeah. in these cases. Like. Uh, certainly to your point, it's hard sometimes to filter through the noise to get to the truth. And that's why sometimes you just have to educate yourself and make sure that right. you're finding the right information so you can filter what's right and what's wrong. But at the end of the day, you know, people want to say, well, this is being overblown. The entire country of Italy is shut down. Like the entire 60 million people in that country completely shut down. You're seeing the other pro leagues, the European hockey leagues have all shut down, the Czech league, the – German League, the Swiss League was the latest one last night to cancel their league. I, I wonder if the KHL is next. They're right in the middle uh, of their opening round of the playoffs over in Russia. Um, so at the end of the day, this is not a thing to ignore. From and, and obviously we're uh, a hockey talk station. We center on that, but there's a bigger picture here, and that is to keep everybody as healthy as possible to try and let this thing run its course because at the end of the day it is a virus and viruses hopefully <laughs> tend to die out with time well yeah that, that, what is it we said that we heard something today they came out and said they should have something between three to six months yeah well maybe sooner depending i, yeah. I, heard, I heard some chinese again i'm not sure <laughs> where this comes into yeah. the filter yeah. process but i heard the chinese uh, doctors are close to somewhere within the next couple of weeks to having a, a possibility of testing a vaccine. Right. And if that's the case, well, you know, then maybe some fears will start to be alleviated. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's just, again, it's just bizarre. And, uh, you know, you, you, you make the comparisons to 9-11 and much different scale, oh, obviously. Big time, yeah. But it was an uncertainty because that was the first day of lightning training camp that year in 2001. I remember it obviously very well because it was going to be my first year on the beat with the Tampa Tribune at the time. And um, to kind of relay my story with that, my kids were younger, obviously, back then. I only had two at that time. Uh, my oldest was, I think, four. My, my second was two. 
So I'm up milling about, getting ready for things. Cartoons are on because <laughs> they're watching cartoons while I'm getting ready and to go to work. And it's not until I got in my car and turned on the radio that I heard what was going on. And then I get to my aunt's house and drop the kids off and just watching the images on TV. And then you get to the uh, the ice sports forum in Brandon, and it's just like, wow, what just what just happened? What's the next step? Where, where do we go? Like it was, and that's kind of the feeling right now, because we don't know what's going to happen. It's it's got, and I don't know. I I don't remember, you know, what you remember specifically about nine eleven, but is that sense of foreboding sort of the same? No, I don't think. No, no, not for this. Okay, in my mind, no. I mean, this isn't like the the uh, uh, the Black Plague that hit right, Europe back yeah. in the 1600s. You know, I mean, it's. Uh, I don't think there's that, but you know, like with nine eleven, it was like, are we going to war or what? You yeah, know, that type yeah. of thing. Yeah, that was much different. Yeah, for sure. much different. But you know, uh, I mean, uh, it's. It's a, it's very quickly, I, I think a lot of it too. I mean, why it's kind of becoming such a, I mean, it. I'm not. I'm, I'm sounds like I'm trying to poo-poo it, but I'm not. But the thing is, social media just aids, uh, you know, and rightfully or wrongfully, you know, and a lot of times it's wrongfully because it just boom, it just, it's like a, a, a it's like a plague that social media. Really it's a different kind of plague. Yeah, but. Uh, Anyway, you know, it's it's. Uh, I think we'll all know by this afternoon. Anyway, what's going to happen? Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about the hockey team real quick before we let you go. And again, Bobby, the Chief Taylor from Fox Sports Sun is here, and um, mixed reviews on the road trip. Obviously, started very very strongly with the game in Boston, and you know the upheaval and uh, not quite Broad Street bully days, but uh, it's modern Close. day. It's modern day version Close. for sure. As we kind of watch that all. Uh, unfold, and then they go into Detroit the next day and, and and steal a point out of there basically after being down by two, and then the the slow start against Toronto on Tuesday. Just kind of encapsulize what you saw in those three games from the team. Well, Detroit was a tough thing for me to see because down in Lauderdale we only did the pregame show, and they don't carry the Lightning game down there. No matter where you go, you mm-hmm. couldn't find you couldn't find it, so you had to try and watch it on the phone or get updates on the phone. So. Uh, from what I understand, uh, you know, it wasn't a very good start for it uh, leaving. And, and that's the thing that's kind of alarming me right now is that we're right back to temp- depending on our goaltending to keep us in the games. Uh, Detroit, uh, you know, they came back and, and uh, you know, I mean, uh, McElhaney had some, had some really tough plays to make to make saves and, you know, and then Vassy in Toronto. If Vassy wasn't on his game in Toronto in that first period, it would have been five nothing, and the game was over. Uh, you know that. That's the one thing that's turned the, the last five games now. Vassy Vassy said faced over thirty shots a game. So this is what's really kind of getting to me. I mean, we were starting to get back into that grove now, where okay, we'll just let him handle it not, instead of shutting teams down. And and you know we. For the longest time there, when we were on that winning streak, you know, we weren't giving up many goals at all. I think what out of the 21 games, I think that he went, I think 13 of them were two goals or less, and they were really playing well in front of him. Now we've kind of gotten lazy in that area, and I, I think that uh, this would have been a pretty good uh, 
game for the for the Lightning to really get back on track again because you got uh, the Flyers who are a, a, a decently offensive good team. You know, I mean, and and there's close to everything. The problem was with us. The thing that's bothering me more than anything is, the, is all the penalties that the Lightning are taking. That game in Toronto, they, yeah. they had a lot of hooking and tripping. I mean, those are lazy man penalties. The only penalty that was even wasn't that one was the one that was a delay of the game. <laughs> you know, so for me, I don't understand. You know, this is it. This is you're not skating when you're getting a lot of stick fouls. You're not skating, and that's the point. You gotta, you gotta be skating and. and uh, Got to nip it in the bud now because you only have a dozen games left. You don't want it to just keep rolling into all of a sudden the next four games is that way. And then you got another, you know, supposedly another. Uh, if that road trip, you know, you're going into three tough buildings: yep. Vancouver, Calgary, and Edmonton. You know, so and then your last two games are on the road too. I mean, this is not an easy schedule for 12 games. You, you, you not necessarily worrying about not winning them, but I want to see some play that really produced that long unbeaten streak well and to your point about the penalties that's something that was emphasized going all the way back to the start of training camp they wanted to cut down on that and here we look they've been shorthanded the third most times of any team in the league that has to be of utmost concern for the lighting because as we talked about in the early stages of the season when the penalty kill wasn't very good and then it started to be become a, a strength but a lot of that was because Instead of killing five a game, they were down to killing two or three, and that's a huge difference over the course of a season. It gets your top players on the ice a little bit more. doesn't keep them stale on the bench because Braden Point's not killing penalties anymore. Nikita Kucherov, we know, doesn't kill penalties. So your top, some of your top players are not seeing the ice, and it just completely takes out of the rhythm of the game, plus, to your point, the stress it puts on your goaltending. I mean, that has, that, to me, that's a core problem right now that has to be solved. Well, yeah, yeah, and in your deed, I mean, think of it. When Mc, the biggest difference was when McDonough went down. Before he went down, they were killing penalties at a ninety-two percent clip. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. When he went down, it dropped to a seventy-five percent, and that's a major drop off. Not only that, but then you had to play Victor Hedman five minutes a game more yep. than he has been. And why do you think he's a little injured now? Yeah. Possibility that could be a one of the reasons why. Too much ice time? I don't know. It could be. But the point, you know, everything's, uh, you know, it's coincidental, but it's, you got a pretty good uh, um, case for it. Yeah. But that, it's, we really, they've done a really good job this year. Uh, it, they struggled at the start of the year with it, but then they really righted the ship and they started to really pay attention to it. They were shutting teams down with defense rather than trying to outscore them. And, uh, you know, this, how many? I, you know, I even get tired of hearing myself. The defense is hard work. It's being diligent, hard work. That's all it is. And and you know, and if you're not really to outwork the other team, you're going to suffer from it. Like I thought, Toronto outworked them all night long. Won a lot of the puck battles. They had they had much more uh, puck, better puck retrieval. The Lightning had maybe one and done. Yep. You know, the third period they got a little bit better. I thought uh, halfway through the second maybe. Well, the second period, maybe. The third was kind of back and forth because they ended up taking two penalties, and that helped Toronto get there, and they got the winning goal on that. Yep. So for me, you know, that's the key. You've These low, slow starts. I mean, you just take a look at the, the stats here. I mean, we have a huge shot differential in the in the in the first two periods and then and then all of a sudden we go from like a minus 20 shot total minus 18 to a plus 70 shot in the third i mean well yeah 
That's pretty impressive. But the point of it is, why can't we start the game? You know, you, you, and we've given up the first goal in how many straight games now? I ain't taking the first penalty in how many straight games? Yeah, That's I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's let's uh, let's kind of let's. The ultimate responsibility for winning and losing is the players. There's no question about that. But I think what has to happen is like it, we have to start getting that accountability back that we had there for long stretches. I don't think there has been any. Like you know, like if the power play and the penalty kill has been awful. Both of them have not done too well. We, we had such a great lead on it that we're still in the top ten in, the, in those categories. But if you take a look, you know, I think there's uh, the last 15 games, there's only two games that we did with that we shut out teams from the, on our yep. penalty kill. So, hello, yep. there's a reason that you, you, why you're always playing behind the eight balls. Yep. Just That's get back. It's not like they can't do it because we've witnessed it for two and a half months, yep. three months. We witnessed how good they were. It's just that you got to get back to that mindset. All right, Chief, let's uh, let's hope moving forward we have more games to discuss and continue. Uh, we're all in a holding pattern. We'll have to wait and see what happens, but um, we'll see. Yep. Uh, I, look, I, I really appreciate you uh, uh, sharing some time with us here. Uh, I asked you to play medical doctor. That was fun. <laughs> that was that was a first for me uh, to get that going in, but uh, hopefully we'll, we'll catch up soon, Chief. You will. Hope so, too, E. All right, uh, that's Bobby the Chief Taylor has been our guest here on Lightning Lunch. Let's uh, go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back right after this. That's all. That's all? Don't you know what this is? This is Lightning Lunch. I don't care. Oh, I wouldn't do that. I really wouldn't. A full hour of Lightning Talk on Lightning Power Play. Always goes wrong when we come to the dessert. Mm. Always. All right, make sure if you go to the buffet line, you wash your hands. That's just the way it has to be. So if you're going to the dessert line, wash your hands. If you're going to the dessert line first, wash your hands. All right, welcome back to Lightning Lunch. Obviously a much different show than we had originally planned for, as we talked about in the opening segment and there with Bobby the Chief Taylor, how the world has changed, the sports world in particular, changed in basically an instant last night. So we all showed up this morning. Not sure what was going to take place tonight. Uh, we're in a holding pattern for at least the next 15 minutes or so, but I would have to say things are trending, and it's difficult to see anything but a uh, path towards a suspension of the NHL season. But again, we will get word to you as soon as we get word. Um, again, a, an emergency NHL Board of Governors conference call is expected to take place at 1 o'clock, and I would anticipate not too long after that that we get official word, but there are just too many signs taking place around the league uh, of what's to come and, and around the sports world is, again, the NBA suspended its season on hiatus. Last night you saw Major League Soccer follow suit for at least 30 days. This morning the USL, which is the United Soccer League's, uh, basically soccer's minor league system, has suspended theirs. That includes the Tampa Bay Rowdies that play over in St. Petersburg. Many, many conference basketball tournaments being canceled, including the game between USF and UCF that was supposed to tip off 15 minutes ago, was canceled in the AAC. So the ACC is canceled. The SEC is canceled. For some reason, the, well, the Big Ten is canceled. But the Big East, for some reason, the Big East is the outlier. They're still playing their game. Today, I, uh, the other teams told to stay at the hotel. So it was at Creighton and... St. John's are playing right now, but the other teams have been told to stay 
at their hotel. So just kind of bizarre. But you can see where all of this is trending. There, there's discussions now that potentially the Grapefruit League, uh, spring training for Major League Baseball, might be suspended. <sighs> strange, strange days indeed. Um, but I want to bring in right now from Fox Sports Sun, Mr. Paul Kennedy, who's been around the sports world a long time. He's covered the NBA for a long time, covered the NHL for a long time. And, Paul, as I said, these are uh, very, very strange days. Again, thank you for coming down and talking to us here on the show. But as, as you, who have been around both leagues for uh, a long period of time, as you watched all this unfold last night, what what goes through your mind as, you know, you've been around the NBA a lot to see the way that transpired with the NBA last night? Uh, historical is what this is, I would believe. Yeah. I think we'll remember March 12th forever, that we're all collectively as a nation, as a globe, um, living in a, a historical uh, moment in our history. We have not experienced anything like this professionally or personally. Uh, that they would uh, stop the NBA, that they would halt the NHL, which we expect to happen within the hour, uh, and all the leagues that you have just identified in the midst of, uh, in the midst of their tournaments already underway. I, um, uh, it's uh, a rather profound moment as the Center for Disease Control. And our federal government and national governments try to prevent what is now officially a pandemic from spreading further to, to get control of this. In the age in which we live, health and happiness, we've never been confronted by any, anything like this that I can recall. I, I mean, there are there any situations that you've come across? Obviously not to this extent. Again, we're in completely unprecedented times uh, in the world, not just the sports world, but in, in the time that you've covered pro sports and college sports as well. Anything come close to this? I mean, you know, the SARS situation a number of years ago we had, the swine flu situation uh, was nowhere near this, but anything come close in your mind uh, that was just like, weird and strange it just kind of caught you no, like wow but it stopped and changed the world from its activity and i would say this with uh, the utmost reverence and i pause before saying it the only event uh, that had occurred that would be similar to this would be 9-11 yeah. when uh, that tragedy and terrorism caused the world to halt and uh I remember that for I was working in the National Football League then when that when that occurred uh, 2001 and I uh, uh, the, the world changed immediately that uh, this we were different after that day mm -hmm. and certainly uh, not to this extent because we don't have the the loss of life to that point and the horror of the war that will follow um, but but here it's an event that has caused the, the course of this nation and the course of commerce in this nation and the course of commerce globally. Uh, professional sports, our beloved National Hockey League uh, and other major league sports to, uh, to stop. And there has been, again, uh, no other event that I can recall that has done this. And yeah, the, and the government has not ordered this. Yeah, give uh, the board of governors and the commissioner and the owners, Mr. Vinnick, uh, Steve Griggs, and others. They will have to 
be participatory to this. And the Players Association, NHL Players Association, will have to agree to this uh, and all the ramifications that will come from this in terms of compensation and the like uh, to agree to stop this, at least temporarily, given the health situation that's in a crisis. Yeah, again, it's just completely unprecedented uh, situation. And you've been around so many arenas you know, we were discussing this. I, I didn't even realize. I thought that the, the visiting teams for NBA and NHL use different locker rooms at TD Garden in Boston. Um, we don't know the situation in Detroit, and I bring that up because the Utah Jazz, who now have two confirmed players to have tested positive, were uh, at least in the locker room that the Lightning used on Saturday. The Jazz would have been in there on Friday. I mean, just how close contact, and it, from your experience of being around those uh, arenas, should there be concern, and, and is this a big reason why the NHL needs to follow suit here? Well, they do share the same locker rooms, the same facilities. This arena here, beautiful Amelie Arena, is to host next week yep. uh, the NCAA uh, first two rounds, which is a rather substantial event. Uh, and they would use the same locker rooms, other than the Lightning locker room, pardon me, the hockey locker rooms, they would not hear but in other arenas, the visiting team for the show that night uses the same locker room in the NHL and the NBA, name an arena. And I can tell you that Washington it does, uh, Toronto, mm -hmm. which you mentioned, uh, does. Uh, in Salt Lake City, they play the International Hockey League, the, the American Hockey League, the East Coast Hockey League. They would use the same, the same locker rooms. So in Madison Square Garden, same locker room. Yeah, I, same I, airplanes. The charter airplane we use. Yeah. Well, there's a Delta consortium that flies most of the NBA in many of the NHL teams. It configured planes for first-class seating, a party of about 60. It fits perfectly, but they use the same planes night in and night out, flying in in those atypical hours that professional sporting teams, the, the NBA and the NHL, which are similar in many ways in terms of travel, number of games. Well, and, and was it, it was Jim Daly who was telling us that the Orlando Magic, of course, who you also do a lot of work for on Fox Sports Sun, uh, used the same plane that the Utah Jazz had used uh, just a few days ago. Uh, it, it like you can see how quickly you're sitting in the this same seat as Rudy Gobert. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I mean, that's that's you're a frightening thing because of his case, his one case, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, says. Immediately, he makes a command decision. We must stop. Yep. So the well, ramifications of one man's illness yep. stops the NBA, if not the NHL. Well, and, and I guess from reading a lot of the reports last night, the, the players for both the Thunder and the Jazz remained at the arena in self-quarantine to, to be tested until, and I guess I guess most tests are two to three days to get the results, but I guess they're accelerating that now. There's actually hours now that it can be done in some, some places. But, I mean, that just kind of speaks to how quickly this can spread. And that's why, you know, you think about how close the Lightning were, having followed behind the Jazz in two days. Like, I, I would have to think any player on this team, any staff member that was on that plane, has to have major concern. Would there be – well – Dave Andercheck was telling a, a story this morning about uh, the Toronto Raptors had a youth event, a bowling event. Yeah, yep, just and, after playing the Jazz, right? And so the Raptors have uh, been quarantined, is that correct? Yep. And the children that played in the bowling event for charity 
have been quarantined, yeah. the elementary school children. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ripple so effects, it doesn't stop. May I ask you this, and I haven't heard, has uh, an NHL player been identified as uh, positive? Not as of yet, but I think it would be naive to think that that's not coming somewhere down the line. Right? It, like, it's, it's, it was the same thing with the NBA. And, and once one pro athlete was hit with this, tested positive, you knew things were going to change in an instant. And, boy, did we see that play out last night. Did the did the commissioner of baseball announce that uh, spring training was halted? Not yet, but there's speculation from some uh, baseball insiders that that's coming. Um, as of right now, I don't think there's any changes to opening day, which is still a few weeks away um, for, for MLB. But, uh, I mean, all, everything's on the table. All bets are off right now with where this can go in terms of the ripple effect within sports world. Well, and the financial sectors, too. Yep. And the visuals on this um, are uh, unsettling for the fact that it communicates instability. You would hope it communicates control instability that we're shutting the leagues down for everybody's health but there's so much uncertainty here the financial markets clearly mm-hmm. and this wouldn't be a variable in that but the financial markets have halted trading on wall street because the markets have plummeted yep. so you have trillions of dollars of lost capital we've closed our borders to flights inbound uh from uh the U- european union uh, it's a uh, a global pandemic and how does it stop what is the end play on doing this? What do you project? Is this a flu season pandemic? Is it uh, carrying into the summer months? Are these cases uh, of this virus that will uh, dissipate and go away? Or is it ever present? Or are we into this into perpetuity? We are going into unknown That's lands because we don't know. And that's just it. I mean, probably not since the plague. Seriously, since the plague, have we had a disease that can affect so many people so quickly? Now, obviously, it's no, not point to that to effect. 1918 yep. and the uh, Spanish, Spanish flu, yep. which is, I understand, just reading passively in the New York Times, 600,000 people in the United States alone yep. passed and away. As I understand, in the United States last year alone from the flu, just the flu, uh, the mortality rates were in excess of 20,000. Yep. We take the flu as being something so common in this, the signs. Have you gotten your flu shot today? You, every time you step into a, a drugstore, have you gotten your flu shot today? Well, I never thought much of it until you see the data on this, which is pretty unsettling. I, I get my flu shot. My doctor convinces me every year because I, I usually go in for Good my checkup right, right before right before uh, training camp starts to open is when I usually go for my my check and they always talk me into getting the flu shot i'm like yeah okay. so what does if this league is uh brought to a halt best case scenario on a temporary basis a matter of weeks not a month what's your go forward on 2020 well and this is why it's important for all this all these leagues and everything to just stop letting people come in close proximity because you have to what's the phrase flatten the curve right because it, it's gonna it's gonna rise exponentially in the terms of uh, reported As positive cases. Disease. Yeah, yeah. So if you get people away from each other, you can at least try and slow the spread of it, and then you allow the doctors and the scientists to catch up to br- to give. Cause, I mean, because it is a strain of the flu. It's not the flu. It's a much more uh, uh, 
massive strain of the flu, more damaging strain of the flu. But if you give the doctors and the scientists the opportunity to catch up and find a cure for it, that's the other thing here as well. Is Because at the end of the day, like you're already reading. Like I, I saw, a, 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 if you want to call it positive news, that uh, there's been 60,000 people worldwide that have had the coronavirus that are fine now. It's run its course, and they're fine. And that that's the bigger issue. Now, if you're more susceptible, if you have uh, a lung disorder uh, or something like that, obviously you're much more susceptible to uh, having much more difficulties with this. And not that it's impossible. You know, we, we're reading, Connor was just mentioning how a 98-year-old woman in Wuhan, China, survived it. So it's not a death sentence. This is not, again, it's not the plague. So in that essence, um, you just have to um, be proactive. I think you have to be vigilant, and you have to uh, accept the fact that this is going to affect a lot more people than is imaginable at the moment until they can kind of get it under control. And, you know, we're we're now even starting to see the other ripple effects that the American Hockey League is probably going to suspend operations uh, Steve Erznick said the Syracuse Crunch canceled their practice today. That's going to trickle down to the ECHL. Of course, the Orlando Solar Bears uh, that play over at Amway is going to affect that. The Canadian Junior Leagues, I mean, th- th- and this is this is, has to be done because we've never seen anything like this. You know, it's unprecedented. And the people that I feel a tremendous amount of compassion for in our industry, the NBA and the NHL and in the ballparks and, and what have you, are the uh, the men and women that we deal with on a nightly basis, the ushers, the attendants, the concession people who are working yep. primarily as part-time jobs, uh, um, enhancing their income, supplementing their income from their regular nine-to-five jobs, and they depend on this money. Yeah. And now they are out. Uh, it's... Uh, I feel I saw Mark Cuban last night. He immediately pointed to that. Mm-hmm. So those ushers that you see each night when you come to Amelie Arena, they go home without being compensated. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, and, concern and for them. Selfishly, I kind of fall into that boat, right? Like I'm an independent contractor. I'm a contract employee. Yeah. So you know, we we rely on these events to take place for us to do work and to. Sure. You know, find a paycheck. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, there are certainly ripple-down effects that go beyond so the, the players, players and the athletes the and the fans. The players themselves. Yeah. Uh, you have to play. and uh, But uh, the health is of the primary concern. Absolutely. And, and uh, it is when we do not have the cure for the common cold, here we are now desperate to find a means of stopping this in the most logical option at the moment is to stop gatherings of large crowds. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. Uh, Paul, thanks so much for coming down. It's great to talk to you. I wish we could talk hockey. I know. I know. We'll have to do that when, when this hopefully all passes in a shorter span than we all hope will be. We'll, we'll have to get together again oh, on this show and I talk more I love flyer hockey. games. We have to make up this flyer game. I love flyer <laughs> games, aren't they? So does Connor. Always played with an edge. Remember in, in 04, the great seven-game yep. series with Philadelphia? Yep. 
just tremendous. Yep. And a lot Bobby, of the Chief Taylor, of course, who you just talked to. The mayor oh, of Philadelphia. The unofficial the mayor, mayor of Philadelphia. Philadelphia. You know, the, the statue is not Benjamin Franklin atop City Hall. <laughs> That's actually Chief. <laughs> People don't know that. You have to get up real close to see that, but and it he, is Bobby Taylor. And he might have been around in Ben Franklin's time, too. Oh, he so. was there. Yeah. He was, he was, <laughs> okay, buddy. Thank you. All God right, Paul. Bless. Thanks so much, yep. man. Go I appreciate Bolts. it. Go Bolts. All right, let's uh, take a break again. Uh, if you're just catching up, the league is uh, reportedly in the midst of a conference call right now, so we'll we'll see how quickly we get any sort of an announcement. We are going to stick here on the air past our normal 1 o'clock time so that we can get all the information to you uh, as soon as it comes out. So uh, let's take a break. We'll be back right after this. Does everybody want soup? You filled your belly. Are you all together? Or is it separate checks? Go away! Go away! Now fill your brain with lightning knowledge. This is Lightning Lunch with Eric Erlinson. That boy is a P.I.G. pig. On Lightning Power Play. All right, welcome back to Lightning Lunch here on Lightning Power Play. Eric Erlinson from Lightning Insider. Dot com, your host. Uh, we're going past our normal time here because of the unprecedented situation as we anticipate sometime in the next hour or so that the NHL will officially come out and announce that the NHL season will be suspended because of the coronavirus outbreak. Uh, just to kind of catch you up on speed, all hell broke loose last night around 9.30 p.m. Eastern time when Rudy Gobert from the Utah Jazz uh, well, it started just before that game between Utah and Oklahoma City was about to kick off or tip off when a trainer for the Jazz came sprinting out to the court to talk to the officials. Both teams were sent back to their locker room, and it was a short time after that that uh, Rudy Gobert from the Utah Jazz had tested positive for the coronavirus. The NBA immediately came out literally minutes later and announced that the season was suspended. Uh, they were going on hiatus. So um, if you now s catch up to speed, the NHL has not made an official announcement. They came out with a statement last night that they would have some sort of a decision today. Uh, we're still waiting on that. But in the meantime, we have since seen, and where to begin here, um, all basketball conference tournaments, including the Big East, which – ended their game between Creighton and St. John's at halftime, have canceled the tournaments, men's and women's tournaments, for that. We have seen MLS suspend the season for 30 days. We have seen now the USHL, which is uh, high school-aged hockey. It's kind of a bridge between uh, high school and college, for those who are not familiar with the USHL, have canceled their season. Several leagues over in Europe have canceled their leagues, including the top German league, the Austrian league, um, the Swiss league has canceled theirs. We know that the Italian Serie A, Serie A, if I get that right, uh, has uh, suspended them as Italy has shut down a, a, a player for Juventus who was supposed to play in a uh, Champions League game uh, on Tuesday. Uh, one of their players has tested positive for the coronavirus. Uh, we have since seen a second Utah Jazz player test positive for the coronavirus. If you missed it last night, actor Tom Hanks and his wife Rita Wilson have both tested positive for the coronavirus in Australia. 
I also saw earlier today that the wife of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is being tested for it as she returned home from London with flu-like symptoms. So Justin Trudeau, the Canadian Prime Minister, is in self-quarantine. I mean, the stuff is just coming at us fast and furious. Uh, It's really hard to kind of keep track of everything. Uh, Spring training is continuing to take place. I just saw that uh, the Rays are going on with their game. They're about to to open up their Grapefruit League game, but at some point there's discussions that the Grapefruit League could be shut down, at least suspended. Um, So there's just so, so much going on. We're trying to do our best to keep everything, uh, stay on top of everything. Um, Look, you have have questions, you have concerns. I, I am by no means a medical expert, so I can't give you specifics on this virus, I just know what I've been able to read and educate myself on. But uh, look, we're here. If you have questions, if you have comments, concerns, uh, you can send them my way as always. Use, you can still use the hashtag AskEE here on Twitter, which would be the easiest uh, for me to uh, answer the questions, the easiest way for you to find me uh, as we're here on the show. And again, the NHL Board of Governors is uh, believed to be in a conference call right now and uh, at some point, we do anticipate the official word of the NHL season at least being suspended. They kind of catch you up on a few things that give every indication of this. Pierre Lebrun from TSN has reported that all on-ice officials are being told to fly and return home, not to go to their seasons. Uh, walked by the f- visiting team locker room here at Amelie Arena earlier, and there's no sign whatsoever the Philadelphia Flyers no equipment bags no equipment staff the coach's office was empty Uh, and and in fact I have a spy over at the team hotel who tells me that all the players have been hanging out by the pool today enjoying the nice weather we have down here and and actually apparently they're putting together some golf plans so if that gives you any indication as to what the Flyers are taking place we just had Paul Kennedy in here from Fox Sports Sun, he mentioned that the truck, uh, the the TV truck is all being packed up. So they've kind of, if they haven't gotten word, they're kind of reserved to the fact that there won't be a game tonight. Um, Elliot Friedman just now sending out, waiting for official announcement, but word is NHL planning for suspension slash hiatus with hope to return. Obviously no no one knows how things could proceed at that time, but that is the goal. You know, we saw earlier, uh, I think it was Frank Saravalli from TSN, was reporting that teams have been asked to give building availability as far out as the end of July, if that gives you an indication of what the league is thinking here. Uh, But again, we are in uncharted territory. We, nobody, nobody knows how long this suspension could be, this hiatus could be, It could be two weeks. It could be two months. They could end up canceling the whole season. Nobody knows. But the whole idea behind all of this, all of this, is to, as I mentioned with Paul, the phrase is flatten the curve. Because you want to try and get as much of this under control from slowing it down, from spreading as much as possible so that we can kind of, Again, there's no way to get out in front of it now. Uh, we're, we're, we're past that point as a country, as a, as a continent, really. Um, 
and that that's the whole idea is to get people away from each other. So, <laughs> my son, he he just he just sent me a, a comment on Twitter uh, asking if um, with the announcement that they cannot contract the virus, can we get a dog in these trying times? <laughs> uh, look, if my wife wasn't allergic, if your mom wasn't allergic, Kevin, we might have that discussion. Um, so again, as my son just showed me, you can find me here on Twitter. We are live. We are live. <laughs> on the air, trying to get through all of this and trying to give you the most uh, up-to-date information uh, as we possibly can here involving the NHL and the what we anticipate will eventually be a suspension slash hiatus of the league uh, and, and trying to figure out where that goes. And, and, that, and that now opens up all kinds of questions. Okay, we're, we're three weeks away, three-plus weeks away from the start of the NHL playoffs. Lightning only have 12 games left in their season. And... Uh, from Pierre Lebron, source says Gary Bettman has just put it on the table. NHL governors put the season on hold. So far, no opposition from owners on the call. Not a surprise at all. Again, it's it, in my mind, it's the right thing to do. It's the absolute right thing to do to step away. Y again, the only way to stop the spread of this is to get people away from each other, and that does that does include pro sports. Uh, so, again, as I was trying to say, this opens up all kinds of questions moving forward. And, again, there's no answers here. And I think that's what the league is trying to do. They're catching some criticism for sure for holding off this long and coming to this conclusion. It all made sense for sure when the NBA suspended their operations last night that eventually the NHL was going to have to follow suit. And certainly we've seen other pro sports and NCAA sports follow suit today. So there's no real answer on how long this is going to last, but it does open up all kinds of these questions. That what happens when and if the season does resume? What happens with the playoffs? What happens with the rest of the regular season? Again, three weeks left in the regular season. Can you push back your season three weeks and play it out and let it go? Do you... End right now with the standings and go on points percentage. That's your top eight teams. As some have su suggested, do you go to, you know, your if your top six are set, do you have seeds seven, eight, nine, and ten? Have a little play-in tournament, if you will, a little play-in competition. Can you push back the Stanley Cup to the middle of July? Look, I already know that that would completely disrupt my plans. We already have two two vacations set aside for July. It would push back the entire NHL calendar because you have the draft scheduled for Montreal in late June. I don't know the exact dates off the top of my head. It's usually the third weekend of June is when the NHL draft is held. You would then have to push back the free agency period, so it completely changes the NHL calendar. Another topic that it's it's a big deal, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not. What does this do for league revenues? How does this affect the salary cap moving forward? The NHL is a 50-50 split between the, the players and the owners. 
We've already seen the projected salary cap number for next year, but that was before anybody anticipated anticipated the possibility of the NHL or any league suspending play because of this. So there's so many questions involved in all of this right now that we don't have answers for, but we can speculate on them. Because that's one of the questions that Paul did send in. Do you think it's more likely that the NHL will try and make up missed games and thus push back the playoffs or cancel the missed games to keep the playoffs on their original schedule? It's, again, it, everything is on the table. And, and I think that <clears throat> this, is, this is why the NHL put this off, to see if they could come up with solutions. Because the NBA did it in a situation where they made the announcement and figure out everything out later. I think the NHL is trying to figure some things out now so that when they do make an announcement, they would have a little bit more of an idea of what's forward. But even then, even then, we don't know. I mean, this is the absolute great unknown for sports. Now, of course, the 1919 Stanley Cup was canceled. There was no winner of the Stanley Cup in 1919 because of the outbreak of the Spanish flu. Paul Kennedy had mentioned that a little bit earlier. So I guess in some sense there's that precedent, but we are in much, much different times than we were 100 years ago in terms of medical science. So, But we don't know how long this is going to go. Have no idea how long this is going to go. Um... Sources, Donovan Mitchell, who was the other Utah Jazz player who was tested positive for the virus, was the only Jazz player personnel to test positive for coronavirus out of the 58 tests administered on Wednesday night. Remaining tests came back negative. So that's huge news. That is huge news in trying to get this thing under control. Now, Now the problem, though, with the NBA is, what was the phrase you told me about, Connor, earlier? For... Four or not, that basically is the how far out does this reach, right? And this is where you get the pandemic because of how quickly it it, it um, evolves. Now you have to backtrack of all the teams that the Jazz have played in the past two weeks and players he may have come in contact. I saw a Toronto reporter mention how Gobert got tangled up, if you will, with a Toronto Raptors player. Well, that player definitely has to be tested now. You know, as we mentioned, the lightning followed behind. I would have to think, and I don't know this for a fact, don't know this for a fact, but I would have to think that the lightning players are now going to be tested. And they have to be. Because at the very least, and this is why this is a positive development, I wouldn't call it positive news, it's positive development that only one other player besides Rudy Gobert tested positive for it is that now that flattens that curve, right? So everybody that was involved with both teams last night, only, only one other person came down with it. And that's why it's a positive development. So that's how you flatten the curve. Because if you can get that straightened out, if you can find a way, and the players are going to have to self-quarantine in a lot of ways, if you can get the players cleared of this in a timely manner, 
you could at least accelerate the return and play without fans in the stands. At that point, you could potentially do that and play without fans in the stands if you know the players have been cleared. Now, it would take a lot of vigilance on the team's part. You might have to, seriously, isolate the players even from their families at that point so that you completely restrict their movement, where they go, and how they go about it. So that's why that is a positive development. Right, again, still no word yet. Um, there are reports that potentially 2 p.m. is when an announcement could officially come out. Uh, and maybe then they'll have at least a little bit of a game plan moving forward as to how things might go. Uh, but again, the entire sports world is about to shut down. Baseball is shut down. MLB from TSN Sports Center. MLB expected to suspend spring training and delay the beginning of the regular season after a conference call that will take place this afternoon. The sports world is about to completely shut down. And that's, you want to talk about unprecedented. I mean, that's just, we've never, never come across. And I have been involved in this league for almost 20 years. Been around sports for 25 years. Never come across anything even close. Even close to the situation. So, all right, let's go ahead and take another break. Again, when we get word, we'll pass it along to you. Uh, we want to stay on the air as long as we can until we get official word of what is going to take place. Uh, I think we're all anticipating the uh, inevitable here. But again, once we get official word, we'll pass it on and hopefully have a plan. Uh, hopefully the NHL has some sort of a plan in place to how this thing might all develop. So uh, let's go ahead and take a break right now. We'll come back right after this. That's all. That's all? Don't you know what this is? This is Lightning Lunch. I don't care. Oh, I wouldn't do that. I really wouldn't. A full hour of Lightning Talk on Lightning Power Play. Always goes wrong when we come to the dessert. Mm. Always. All right, welcome back to Lightning Lunch here on Lightning Power Play. This is extended version of the show today as we await word from the NHL. Uh, again, we anticipate the league will suspend operations. Um, again, I, look, I, I know the league is catching a lot of heat here. Uh, we're now catching word two. I see a tweet from Ken Rosenthal that an announcement is expected shortly that MLB will be suspending operations with more details to come. I know Stephanie tried to share with me a tweet from Joel Sherman up in New York that um, uh, even spring training games will be suspended uh, after tomorrow. Uh, so, again, every pro sports league and, and college, e even spring sports in the NCAA are being suspended uh, on hiatus until further notice. Um, so I know the NHL is catching a lot of heat and wondering why they haven't made the official announcement. But let's be honest, we know it's coming. There is no doubt in anybody's mind that when they make an announcement that this is what it's going to be, and you would have to think at this point, at some point, they're going to come out with something that at least gives an end game 
to win this Mike Hill. Now, again, we don't know. They might have a plan in place, and <laughs> certainly, as we've seen in the last 24, 18, 12 hours, this thing changes quickly. Very quickly. It's all very, very fluid. So even if they come out with a devised plan or at least a, the framework of a potential plan moving forward, that it could all change in an instant. But you'd have to think that this is what they're trying to do and this is why eventually we're going to hear that they've suspended. I mean, look, they've already done it. They've already told teams the situation. You know, if you weren't listening earlier, I know somebody who works over at the team hotel where the Flyers are staying at. Well, they've been out at the pool all day. That's not going to happen on a normal game day. Apparently, they've been trying to coordinate a golf outing for players. So there's your indication right there. The reports that on-ice officials have been told to return home. I mean, everything is pointing to this. It's just it's everything but official at this point. So, again, when we get complete word of, of what is going to take place, we will um, – we will pass along word to you, but uh, just trying to catch you up. Again, an NBA player last night, Rudy Gobert, had tested positive for the coronavirus, which immediately put halt to the game between the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Utah Jazz. Came out this morning, and another another Utah player tested positive for the coronavirus. Uh, the positive uh, development in that is that he is the only other person staff member or player involved last night that all got tested. Uh, everybody else came back negative, so that's a positive development in, in that. You know, if you missed it last night, actor Tom Hanks and his wife Rita Wilson tested positive for the coronavirus down in Australia. Uh, the wife of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is being tested for it. After his uh, wife came home from London feeling the flu-like symptoms, so he is in self-quarantine. So NCAA is canceled. MLS has suspended their season. All NCAA basketball tournaments that are, were currently taking place, including one that was stopped at halftime, in the Big East, all suspended, canceled. I, we don't have word yet on what that means for the first and second round of the men's NCAA tournament scheduled to be played here at Amelie Arena next week. Uh, Darren Dreger stating... Uh, Sources indicate a preference is for a short, short break, no practice for teams, evaluate on a day-to-day -day basis. So there is that. Uh, I just saw something else come through. Nope, that was different. Again, Major League Baseball is on the verge of making an announcement that they will suspend operations. So just times that we've never experienced 
you know, you heard both Paul and Bobby the Chief Taylor earlier talk about the comparison made to 9-11 when all that happened. And I don't know how many who listened to this show uh, were around for 9-11 or were just kids. I know Connor wasn't even around. He's a, yeah, he's a, little, he's a little guy at that point. He's a little guy. Uh, you know, I remember 9-11 vividly. All right, now a word is coming out from a couple of different sources that uh, it's official. Uh, again, that's not really a shock or a surprise. Let me check my email here. Nothing popped in, but I see other media members making the update that it is official and it has been canceled with the hope of resuming play at some point. Uh... And I guess the Board of Governors has told Pierre Lebrun that they're not calling it a suspension. They're calling it a pause. Hiatus is probably the best word to use there. Um, So official now that the NHL season is going to be on hiatus. This is no shock. Obviously, that has a direct impact on Tampa Bay. Tonight, as they were scheduled to host the Philadelphia Flyers, that game is now off. No, again, I don't have the official update here yet. Uh, So once I get the official word from what the league is doing, uh, that it will be uh, suspended uh, and what, what kind of a game plan there is in place. And how does this affect the Lightning? They had 12 games remaining on their schedule, comfortably in a playoff spot. But again, again, we'll have to see what sort of game plan is in place when and if the league resumes and how that all plays out. Again, I know a lot of people are going to have questions if you have season tickets, if you have tickets for an upcoming game, how that's going to affect you. I don't have... Answers for that yet? Uh, if you have, if the league resumes again, there's just there's so many questions involved, uh, and they just branch out in so many different directions. Um, from an LA news station, how about this? Two researchers at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville have discovered a chemical p- compound that, if it passes more testing could be the cure to stop the coronavirus and prevent it from spreading. That would be a huge positive development if that's the case. Um, see from Dave Pagnota from the fourth period, suspended until further notice, will be monitored day by day, likely full evaluation in approximately two weeks. So again, if we kind of put this timeline together, we know that at least from my education and my research on a lot of this, that the incubation period for this is 2 to 12 days, right? So as I mentioned earlier, if, if you can find, and I don't know how they would do this, this is way beyond my limited pay grade, to clear the players and the staff members, and again, as I mentioned, maybe... Maybe a 
find a way to quarantine them, put them in a hotel, whatever it is, to stop the spread of the of this virus within the league. And I know there are ramifications, and I'm sort of talking off my head here, which can be a very scary thing sometimes. If you could keep the players free and clear, you could at least resume play with nobody in the stands. But again, we are venturing into the vast unknown. So that is one scenario that you could see. So that's why, you know, you if the league is, is used that language, again, I have not seen the official word yet. It has not popped into uh, my timeline uh, other than what others are reporting. That if they're going to monitor this basically day by day, but reevaluate where things stand in two weeks, this is six games that would directly impact the Tampa Bay Lightning. I would expect it to be more. And here's a statement, the official statement from Gary Bettman. And I'm quoting here. In light of ongoing developments resulting from the coronavirus and after consulting with medical experts and convening in a conference call with the Board of Governors, the National Hockey League is announcing today that it will pause, there's that phrase, the 1920 season beginning with tonight's games. The NHL has been attempting to follow the mandates of health experts and local authorities while preparing for any possible developments without taking premature or unnecessary measures. However, following last night's news that an NBA player has tested positive for coronavirus and given that our league shares so many facilities and locker rooms and it now seems likely that some member of the NHL community would test positive at some point, it is no longer appropriate to try to continue to play games at this time. We will continue to monitor all the appropriate medical advice and we will encourage our players and other members of the NHL community to take all reasonable precautions, including by self-quarantine, where appropriate. Our goal is to resume play as soon as it is appropriate and prudent so that we will be able to complete the season and award the Stanley Cup. Until then, we thank NHL fans for your patience and hope you stay healthy. So, the word there that catches my eye, other than the word pause and not suspend or hiatus, is they're asking the NHL community, players, staff members, club officials, to essentially self-quarantine. So this gets back to my hypothesis that if you can find a way for this to happen and keep everybody clean and clear, and then see what takes place over the next two weeks, not just within the NHL family, but globally, more specific here in North America where all these teams play, that at the very least, you could still resume games in the hopes that you could resume the season, even if it means no fans in the stands. I think that is the... That's going to be best-case scenario. Worst-case scenario is it gets completely canceled. So within that framework, within that statement from the commissioner, there is no even a framework of a potential res resumption of play. It's there, but no timeline, no framework, no nothing at that point. 
But you have to think behind the scenes that a lot of this is being worked on. It was probably already being worked on before the events of last night happened. You would have to think that there was a, a, a panel, a committee that the league had put together to cover any possible scenarios. And that one of them would have been uh, Pierre Lebrun, the call just ended. No opposition to pausing the season. No official vote held. Bettman asked if there was any opposition, and there was none. <laughs> Which, hey, give James Dolan credit for something. He didn't oppose this one. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, because the NBA, before, again, before all of this took place with the NBA last night, the, the NBA did have a vote earlier in the day of their options, and one of them was suspending the season. Uh, one of them was playing without empty stands or remain status quo until told otherwise. Uh, all, all of the owners uh, picked option A or B, except for James Dolan, who wanted to continue um, as is uh, moving forward. So, uh, again, no opposition. It's not a surprise. I, you know, look, the world, the sports world in particular – as we talk about it here on this broadcast, changed last night. Everything changed last night. Everything is now on the table. Nothing is off the table. How do you resume? When do you resume? What can you do to resume? How does it work when you come back? Is there a chance it could be suspended for the entire year? I mean, everything is on the table. You know, we heard earlier that the league was asking all teams to provide building availability dates all the way through the end of July. And to, to bring it back to the Lightning and how this affects the team, again, they had 12 games left in their regular season. This would have been starting tonight. With Philadelphia, again, that was a planned uh, 7 p.m. puck drop. Saturday, the Red Wings were supposed to be in town, followed by a Sunday game against the New Jersey Devils. There was a West Coast Canadian trip that was supposed to begin a week from yesterday in Vancouver. That also went to Edmonton and Calgary. The final homestand of the season was supposed to start on March the 25th against Toronto, followed by back-to-back -back games against Columbus and the Rangers, and Tuesday, March the 31st against the Ottawa Senators. And then the regular season was scheduled to conclude with a game on April the 2nd in Columbus and April the 4th in Detroit, which would have brought us right up to the playoffs. You know, and, I, and I've, seen, I've seen a lot of people talk about this, and I get it. I understand it. Hey, this means the Lightning might get Steven Stamkos back in time. I get it. There's much bigger things at play, though. I get it. I, I, I get it. I know I do, and that's, it's a valid point. But in my mind, anyway, that is so far down the list of what's important. <laughs> 
But I get it. You know, I mean, look, it was he was supposed to be out until at least the middle of the first round, if not the entire first round. Now it might be sooner. So I, you know, I I get that. Your your fans your fan fandom doesn't change, right? But again, it, it, to me, that's very low on the priority list. Um, so again, official word now, we do have it. The league has used the word pause, mentioned in the statement about their desire to hopefully resume the season and at some point award the Stanley Cup this year. Uh, but we are definitely in unchartered territory. And, and you're going to see this. This is not going to affect just the sports world. We're talking about it here, but Patrick, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. I mean, there was but the, the big parade in New York usually brings, what, 2 million people? That's out the window. I know, look, it, closer to home, WrestleMania. Supposed to be here, what, April 4th? Is that the day? April 4th, WrestleMania is supposed to be here at Raymond James Stadium, April 5th, at Raymond James Stadium. And now that has to be in jeopardy. Again, there's no word on that. We still don't even have word on the NCAA first and second round of the men's basketball tournament that's supposed to take place here at Amelie Arena next Thursday and Saturday. So there's just there's a lot to to take in. There's a lot to absorb. There's a lot to try and comprehend. And there's a lot to try and look forward to. And again, I know Matthew was asking me a question. People who have bought tickets, including uh, the game tonight, are supposed to do what? Question mark. I don't have an answer for you, Matthew. I hope to get word at some point. But you would have to think if the games aren't played, you're, there isn't an, uh, an entitlement to a refund. I don't know that for a fact, but that just seems like it's the right thing to do. And I'm sure that the Lightning and every other team right now is in the process of trying to put together a game plan for just that. I don't know, again, nothing is official on that point, but, you know... Um, from James Myrtle, the most optimistic people in hockey I've talked to have suggested this quote-unquote pause only lasts three or four weeks, and the playoffs will start almost as scheduled in mid-April. Hard to imagine that happens, but that's the hope. Again, great unknown. We don't know exactly, exactly how this is all going to play out. We don't know. It, it all comes down to how quickly... Can the nation, the United States of America, Canada, flatten the curve, quote-unquote? Darren Dreger reporting that the AHL is scheduled to have a conference call at 3 o'clock, that you can also expect the American Hockey League to suspend their play. So I mean, this is just this just has huge, huge, huge impacts 
on everyone. And and the big, I mean, there's just so many branches of this. That as Paul Kennedy had mentioned before, the arena workers, the concession workers, the parking attendants. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know, Tom who works is one of the press box attendants upstairs here at Amelie Arena. He does the same thing for the press box at Tropicana Field. He's a retiree. He's a retired police officer from New York. You know, and this is to supplement his retirement. How does this affect him? Paul Porter. Paul Porter, public address announcer for both the Magic and the Lightning. How does this affect him? His wife, Jan Porter, is the press box. She, I mean, she runs the press box upstairs. You know, this is to help supplement their incomes. You know, so there's there's a huge ripple effect beyond just the players and you, the ticket holder, that have to be thought about. How, you know, how do they pay their bills? Look, I mentioned, I rely on the Tampa Bay Lightning in the season to take place to do this radio show. If there's no show and I don't get paid, I'm in trouble. My family's in trouble. You know, I've been without full-time work for going on four years now. Been able to piece together what I can as an independent contractor and with the website that I have, for sure. But there's a lot and a lot of people that are affected. Connor is affected by this as he sits in and produces this show five days a week. You know, he does some other things as well. USF basketball. The morning skate show. He helps out on the morning skate show from time to time. What happens if you know, there's none of that around. And look, I don't, I don't have any, any idea what's going to happen with this show moving forward. I don't, we don't know how long the league is going to pause. Those are conversations that we have to have. So there's the possibility that, at least in some form, there will be programming. I mean, there, there will be programming on this show. We just don't know what it will be how we'll go about doing it. Those are conversations that have to have. So there's another ripple effect. And there's just, there's absolutely a ton of them that are out there. Um, statement from the NHLPA, the players are looking forward to, oh, ran down my timeline. The players are looking forward to the opportunity to resume play in front of hockey fans everywhere. Well, it might be hockey fans in front of the TV. But again, so much unknown. All right, let's take another break here. Um, you're listening to Lightning Lunch on Lightning Power Play. We'll try and recap everything um, for you when we come back on the other side of this break. Get a heaping helping of hockey. Bring me four fried chickens and a Coke. This is Lightning Lunch. You want chicken wings or chicken legs? Four fried chickens and a Coke. 
and some dry white toast, please. On Lightning Power Play. All right, welcome back to Lightning Lunch here on Lightning Power Play. Yeah, we have extended our time frame. Um, again, the news coming out in the last half hour or so that the NFL, uh, NHL has officially paused, in their words, the 2019-2020 season with the hopes of returning and resuming play at some point, but no, uh, of course, time frame on that. Uh, this is the official statement from the NHLPA, the NHL Players Association, led by Donald Fear. Quote, the decision to temporarily suspend play due to the COVID-19 pandemic is an appropriate course of action at this time. The NHLPA will continue to closely monitor this very dynamic situation and remain in daily discussions with the league, our medical consultants, and our players regarding all aspects of this matter. The players are looking forward to the opportunity to resume play in front of hockey fans everywhere, end quote. So again, no no idea, no understanding, no uh, clear-cut answers for what a lot of you are probably asking right now, including the question that Matthew sent in regarding tickets, even for tonight's game or any games moving forward. There's been no official word from the Lightning, which we knew wasn't going to happen until uh, after the league made the official announcement. I'm sure the Lightning are putting together some sort of a plan to give you and provide you all that information moving forward and what it means and how it entails and how you're going to go about it. Again, there's just there's so much uncertainty in regards to how this is going to move forward. And it all depends on how quickly this pandemic is dissolved, goes away. You know what somebody put in my timeline the other day that popped up in my timeline the other day? This was bizarre. If you're familiar with an author by the name of Dean Koontz, Seriously, no. This is this is scary. You've have you seen this? So there was a book written in 1981. Okay, I was a young lad then. In 1981, that stated around 2020, a virus called the Wuhan virus. Yes, this is the designation of where the coronavirus came from, Wuhan, China. Would appear would strike quickly with no, and I'm paraphrasing here, with no cure, it would disappear, it would come come back, and then it's gone. I mean, 1981, this book was written. Very, very odd. I, you want to talk about foreshadowing something. That's just, I mean, that's better than The Simpsons predicting the future. Well, let's hope in some ways that that's, that it's true and it, and it goes away. But again, no clear-cut path in this very unprecedented times as to when and if or how things are going to move forward. We don't know. But again, the NHL has officially suspended their season, joining the ranks of the NBA, which did it last night, Major League Soccer, which did it this morning. We're anticipating very soon that Major League Baseball 
will suspend Grapefruit League and spring training games, Cactus League in Arizona. We don't know yet if there's any effect on the start of the Major League Baseball season, but you would have to think that's the case. We've seen the USL, which is the United Soccer League, which is the tier under Major League Soccer, have all suspended their operations. That includes the Tampa Bay Rowdies. NCAA canceled all ongoing men's and women's conference basketball tournaments, including the Big East, which was stopped at the halftime of a game between Creighton and St. John's. I've seen a lot of spring sports in the NCAA, including the SEC. I saw this specifically from the SEC that their spring sports are suspended indefinitely. USF, I think, had made the announcement that all their spring sports will be played without anybody in the stands. Baseball, softball, whatnot. AAC. So the AAC is going to make an update later today, Steve Versnick tells me. So we would anticipate that they'll suspend their spring sports as well. I mean, you, you can just see everything trickling down. Uh, from Darren Dreger, more details on the NHL suspending play. No travel allowed, no meetings, no practices. However, it's a rapidly changing environment. For now, it's go home, go home, and stay home until further notice. Not a surprise. So you can see how many sports are affected and sports leagues are affected like this. I understand a Champions League game over in Europe involving Juventus has been canceled. That was supposed to take place on Tuesday. They already played a game yesterday in Paris involving PSG in front of an empty stadium, although that didn't stop people from gathering outside the stadium. So this is a global global situation. This is not just the NHL. This is not just the NBA. This is a complete and total ripple effect worldwide uh, and it's, it's now hit the major sports leagues here in North America as pretty much everybody is going to shut down. I mean, everybody's going to have to shut down. The NFL, I guess, which is supposed to I mean, they're not far from some OTAs. I would imagine that they're now their season is a little bit further off. No word yet from the XFL. You would have to think that that is coming. Uh, I guess the Tampa Bay Vipers are scheduled to play a, a home game this weekend. You'd have to think that that's not going to take place now. Uh, NASCAR has announced that the upcoming races at Atlanta Motor Speedway, as well as Homestead Miami, will be without fans in attendance. So, again, just absolutely strange, strange ideas, strange times of what's to come. But we'll continue to monitor it. We'll continue to put forth as much information out there to you, the fan, as we can. Uh, again, no word yet from the Lightning on how 
ticket situations are going to be handled. No word yet on next week's um, NCAA men's basketball tournament, first and second round. So just a lot going on. I, I should just advise everybody, just be vigilant. Be wary of, of going to large public places. Be careful where you put your hands. And by all means, please wash your hands. This is the simplest way to get rid of this. It's the simplest way to make sure that you do the best you can to not get sick is to wash your hands. And I will leave you with that. Again, we don't know what it's going to mean going forward with the station uh, in terms of programming, but uh, I imagine I'll probably be back here tomorrow at noon. Unfortunately, not talking about a game tonight, but with more information moving forward, and then we'll have to see exactly what it means going forward uh, in terms of programming here and the league and ticket situations and all that. So uh, we'll sign off for today. Again, I anticipate being back here tomorrow at noon, and we'll see what comes out of that. So um, we'll just go ahead and uh, sign off for today. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, hopefully we gave you plenty of uh, opportunity uh, to inform you. Uh, I want to thank Bobby the Chief Taylor for joining the show today, for Paul Kennedy for coming by and given some of his insight. Again, he's been around the league for a, a long time, both the NHL and the NBA, and to kind of get his perspective as well. Thanks, everybody, for sending in your questions. Uh, I wish I had more answers for you. Uh, I don't. Um, again, this has a huge, huge, huge ripple effect. It goes beyond just the fact that games are not going to be played. But we hope to have some more answers for you moving forward. So um, we'll be back on the air tomorrow. I anticipate being back on the air here tomorrow as we go into the weekend, and then we'll determine where things will go from there. But again, the NHL has suspended for an indefinite amount of time. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow. So until then. Bye-bye, everybody.